Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. Welcome back. Hello, how are y'all? Hope y'all are doing well, surviving all this interesting things that are going around us. Uh, I know me and Carlo have been off exploring all kinds of interesting worlds over Mostly here. Mostly topic and research, but... So, yeah, at, we've been doing the research for you guys. I mean, because we are a show that is known for our minimal research, Google. Yep. And uh, <laughs> this time we're like, you know what, let's let's actually physically go do research. So we did. We, we ended up at uh, Hooters and well, Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, we went on a little field trip. Yeah. Um, I'll say it. This uh, this topic was my suggestion, so mm. no one will believe me. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Carlo came up with this idea. idea yep. All and I was like, huh, let's roll with that, and it will be our first trip together, which yeah. it was. It's our, been our first uh, trip as a show anywhere, yeah. and um, it was to Hooters and Twin Peaks. And some of you may be asking, why are y'all going to Hooters or Twin Peaks? Or some of you some may of very you may judgmentally be, like, be suggesting. Yeah, or some of you may be like, they're guys, of course they'd go to Hooters yep. and Twin Peaks. But no, that is not right on either account. So, Carlo, why did we go to Hooters and Twin Peaks? Because of the assumption that, oh, they're guys, they go all the time. Because the old chestnut, that old like standard joke of, I go, I go for the wings, like that idea. As though it's like a, almost like, a, it's like going to a strip joint. Or at least that's how people like to like to respond to the idea of going to what has been dubbed by not just me, although for some reason no one else has ever heard this term that we talked to, uh, a restaurant. The idea that uh, you go and you're going to eat subpar food, and a twenty-something girl in very little clothing or very tight clothing will come by and flirt with you while you eat, and it's for the very sad uh, that like uh, the very the very sad with no taste in beer. Yes. And, and this has been true in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember growing up, my, my brother and my father loved it. They always wanted to go. And I always found it uncomfortable, even as a 13-year-old. I thought this is what a 13-year-old thinks of as sex. And I never enjoyed it. And it was always, a, you know, a, an attractive young woman who would, like, flirt with people and, like, sit in the booth with you and, like, hug the kid. Oh, there's a little kid. I'm going to hold him against my boob. That's so cute. And I always feel like, this is this is a f- restaurant. This is food. You're not supposed to be touching people. <laughs> I, 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 even as a kid, I've always, I was always, I've always the, the, I'm, I'm the funny one, but I'm also the serious one. So I was like, this is not okay. Um, and I remember they used to like embarrass, uh, if you were there and you were like a teenager, they would like all but give you a lap dance. They used to do this thing where they would like walk in a circle around you and kind of bend over. Uh, and it was really creepy. And it's like, this is very creepy. You're, you're being way too sexual, sexual towards this 11 year old. And now that 11 year olds like, have uh you know our half naked modeling contracts all the time now um now hooters uh at least twin peaks did not exist yet has like kind of kind of cleaned up the act and it's a little less reliant on being very forward or or reliant on the the perpetually creepy like the creepy aren't allowed at these places anymore for the most part and that's really cool um and frankly i I like the wings (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Well, okay, um, and I have to jump in here. I have to say, this was probably more educational for me than what I thought it was going to be. Because when you told me about, hey, we're going to, I'd like to do uh, an episode on restaurants, and I had to sit there and I have to think, 
what the fuck is a restaurant? And <laughs> you explained it to me. I was like, oh, okay. So we're, you know, we're looking at, you know, Twin Peaks, um, Hooters, uh, and a few other local places like, you know, Locos, Bombshells, all yeah. these places where it's uh, a restaurant slash sports bar slash, uh, you know, women who, and, and let's be honest, it's mostly women that these guys are going there to see because it sure as hell isn't the wings. I mean, I know you like the wings, Carlo, but uh, it, it's definitely not the wings uh, in my yeah. opinion. But they're going there to do that. And so going there and doing this um, this field trip, as I'm going to call it for a little bit, because we were able to get a couple of interviews. And I have to say, I learned a lot about this industry yeah. and about uh, what they do there and what they're not allowed to do. And all this kind of stuff was, was pretty fascinating. I didn't think it was going to be so interesting to do this because i figured you know when you said hey let's go to a restaurant i was like well this is just going to be me him we're going to get a few beers eat because that's what we really like to do and you know some women will come talk to us here and there but no we i actually gained a lot of knowledge out of this and it was i was kind of really glad you came up with the idea because you know i it totally learned some stuff that i never ever would have thought of you know? I did suggest it as an idea for an episode. I did not suggest it as we should just go get a beer, to be fair. No, no. <laughs> like, this I, is where I, I like uh, to drink my beer. It's not. That, that was pretty much what I was thinking in the back of my head. Like, I would like to have a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I need a beer. Let, let's not that they were that. great at that, but I'm getting ahead of us. The, oh, God, yeah. That was that was kind of an interesting situation there. Yeah. But let's get into it. So, we all of you guys have the idea and the setup. Okay, this is a restaurant. It's the Hooters. It's the scantily clad women. It's, you know, bar food. And you got all these screens everywhere that have nothing but sports on it. And that's kind of the main, well, some of the things that me and Carlo picked up if we had to yeah. describe it. So our first place that we went to was Hooters. And just sitting where we were, I counted 11 screens. That sounds about right, yeah. Just in that little corner angle where I was, there was 11 screens, pretty much all playing sports something or other except mm -hmm. for the one that was showing dr phil <laughs> well, no no there was there was one there was uh most of them were, most of them were like commentary on mm -hmm. sports so it would show a clip and then somebody just talking dead ass at the camera but there was no closed captioning so you have no idea it was just some guy in a bad suit mm -hmm. talking at the camera and then like a 30 second shot of like football playing yeah and that's enough one had yeah. dr phil for some goddamn reason mm -hmm. The one that I enjoyed, there was one that had, um, it just had a bunch of um, internet videos. So it was oh, like cute, right. picture, like cute cat them. videos and, and the like biggest fails of someone trying to play sports and they hurt themselves. Yeah, or so some for, kid throwing himself through a, a card table. Yeah, yeah for right. all those people who were not interested in football, 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 basketball, football, football, hockey football. for some odd reason, uh, you could watch Dr. Phil or internet videos. Those were your options, but it was mostly a sports driven type of thing. Yeah. And while we were there, uh, Carlo, uh, tell me, it, I was hard pressed to find any female customers. They were mostly all men. Now, there was I, one couple at the the at the rear bar. So they were over your shoulder. You wouldn't have seen them, but there was okay. one couple um, and they 
backs to the camera. They were just looking at the bar, so they were just getting day drunk. Okay. <laughs> they were getting good, uh, a nice, a nice day drunk going with the, like with big beers and stuff. But that was, um, but it, it, she didn't get any special treatment one way or the other. She wasn't ignored. She wasn't like paid too much attention to. Uh, she was just in the bar or yeah. in in the in the restaurant because it is technically a restaurant, even though they were at the bar. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that, you know, um, I'm not going to go into comparisons yet. I was way more impressed with the service we received at Hooters than any of the other places that we went to. Uh, But I learned a lot about the whole Hooters thing. And uh, we had a really delightful server whose name was Bianca or is Bianca. Very sweet. Talked to us about uh, what what it was like to be a Hooters girl. And she gave us some really interesting insights. Yeah. So we're going to play this clip of our interview with Bianca. I hope really the quality cool. is not too too much trouble for y'all. Uh, yeah. You're, you're going to hear... Whole, we don't have a whole setup. We just had a, a microphone. Yes, a <laughs> microphone. And, and she was sweet enough to talk to us. So here's what Bianca said about working at Hooters in our interview with her. So the question is, what is the oddest thing that has ever happened to Bianca working at a Hooters? Um, it's not even just from a guy. I think it would be couples coming here and then they get a little flirty. You think like the girl's just being nice and then they leave their number or they ask you face to face like, would you be interested in coming home with us? I think that would be the, and it's happened more than once. I think okay. that would be the oddest because I'm like, that's very rude. Because we're trained to like talk to the girl more than the guy, so right. just in case. Oh, yeah. that so, oh, that's interesting. So you're, you're, y'all are trained to actually talk to the, the girls more. Yeah, so like when I come to the table, if it's a girl and a guy and they're on a date, I usually put the napkin to the girl first and then ask her first. And some girls are weird, most of them are chill, but. So I'm spending my time being all nice to the girl, and the next thing I know, they're like, oh, we both think we're very attractive. Uh, here's our number if you're interested in that type of thing. And I'm just like, okay. I'm at work. Yeah. I'm a big believer you don't bother people at work. And I feel like that's bothering somebody at work. I wouldn't. It makes it a little awkward, but it's just like, I think that's an oddest thing. How often does that happen to you? Like, would you say that's fairly often? Or like, it happens every once in a while? Um, It's happened to me a few times, honestly. I'm not this location i used to work at the downtown atlanta location and that one probably okay so what what made you come from atlanta to houston i'm from here oh you're Um, from here yeah i just moved out there for like a couple years and then i was able to transfer the job with it and then when i moved back in march Mm -hmm. i was able to transfer that Okay, so you bring up kind of another question that that, that I want to ask, like in the sense of like uh, the the women who work here, because that's mostly just female staff oriented. Do they, out of curiosity, do they pay you well for this type of thing? Like, could you make a living, like pay a mortgage and all that stuff on your yeah, own? I would say definitely way more than just like a regular restaurant. Um, just because it's kind of like you kind of just know like i'm coming here it's a sports bar like they're pretty for a reason i guess like i guess kind of like an unspoken rule. and then like sweet so we're not called servers because we do get to wear our hair down and we have to do stuff like that. we're called entertainers kind of so yeah and we're supposed to be able to like kind of sit down and talk to the people but now we have the rule it's like one cheek so like if you guys at a hall table she just kind of because other tables get jealous but we get complaints like that like if you talk to one table more 
Um, but yeah, I would say, especially at like, this one's a little smaller, but the Atlanta location, um, I was making like way more than here just because it's way bigger and it's busier. It's like in the heart of the city. Um, but I do think you can make, especially if you're on bar, like, if you're doing bar, you can make it really well, interesting. Thank you so much for no that. Problem. I really appreciate Let me, if you want. Is that fun and silly? Is that the dumbest thing in the world? Sorry, I had stopped recording. <laughs> I say silly. I mean, working at places like here where we wear like a tight shirt and then like Twin Peaks also where we literally like it literally, yeah. And me, I'm really small and I never had like really big boots. Like I ran track and everything. So I'm like fit. So like. To me, that's what it used to be, I know. Like, how about everyone thinks Twitter is your boobs? But now I think it's just like pretty face. You can be thick skinny as long as you're pretty or like do your makeup or something like that. There seems to be like a. Uh an attitude like one of the outfits, like a little warm up uh, coats. It does feel like uh, athleticism is part of it. Like it's um, either high school or college. Like oh, I was in track or I was uh, I was gymnast or something. And when I stopped doing that, like it, it feels like there's a sportiness here as opposed to Twin Peaks, which feels more like yeah, I, I, I want to be a model, but I'm not. Yeah, I think here is um, I think a lot of people start here before they either go to Twin Peaks or they just stay here. So this comes, we do have our measurements in the back um, when you do, when you get hired. We didn't have to do that at Twin Peaks, but here they do your measurements and they can't, you can actually get fired here, but it's in the contracts, like if you go too far out of your, what you were hired at. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you start going too high, they will put you on uh, kind of like a warning weight plan because like when you, Accept the job. You say this is what I got hired as, and like, if you want to gain weight, that's fine. But like, your job says that you have to stay the same. So I feel like maybe that is why. Okay. And then a lot of people start here, so if they just graduated college or high school or whatever. They just finished their tour. Time, time yeah, and I feel like Twin Peaks is a little more naked, which is why I think people are more comfortable at Hooters. Like, okay, it's not as bad. Like, I'm not getting harassed every day. It's not what people think it is. And yeah. then they might move over to. Do you think do you think there's a greater issue with harassment there? Or? Are people shittier there? No, but there they do have like lingerie days and bikini days. So oh, it's yeah. like once you get you get into the like all girl restaurant getting looked at that way, if you want to take the next step and then you're comfortable enough with doing that, yeah. then I think that's why I think that's Twin what Peaks the line is next. Yeah. Okay. And then here and there we do have like um, calendar contests and then we have like um, shows. So I think that's where a lot of like people get into like modeling and stuff too. Because you do get opportunities if you wanted to. Sure. It's a, a starting point for that. Yeah, it is definitely. And then you, you do meet a lot of people like connect. Especially when I was like in downtown Atlanta, there were a lot of people with like, uh, they were coming for conferences and stuff. So they could be with marketing, they could be with anything. Or even like radio shows or like TV shows. And you will, you just run into people because they know like, hmm. Easy way to find like a pretty girl if I'm looking for something like that. Yeah. So you walk in and that just a regular day at work, that's what happens. So okay. I think that kind of yeah. And then you get a chance to get, do your makeup and stuff every day. So like if that's what you like, it'll be a good job for you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Well, I got to say, not bad for our first interview. Would you say, Carlo? Uh, not our best, but it wasn't. It was a little more of just a chat than a, an interview. But she yeah. was lovely. She was very, very sweet. Very um, willing to to chat with us to have a little conversation. Um, 
some surprises yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, there really were a lot of surprises there. And what my first surprise was one that she was willing to talk to us because, you know, I was thinking that they're going to say, no, you got to go talk to management or something like that. But no, she was very nice, very delightful, spoke to us about it and gave us a lot of interesting insight. Like, I, I really, really just was kind of a bit floored about the whole couples were the main issue type yeah. of situation where you yeah. would think it's like drunken men trying to be like, oh, come home with me and I'll, I'll put you up in my double wide trailer and uh, <laughs> I'll get you all the off-brand Dr. Peppers you want. I thought it was going to be something more like that, like a bunch of weird, funky, horrible marriage proposals or men grabbing their butts. But yeah. no, it was, you know, couples who were finding them to be attractive and want to know if she wanted to go home with them. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's kind of brazen. That's really bold on their, yeah. their part. But at least, I mean, but at least that's like a conversation and con like, it's about, there, there's consensual, uh, it's a consensual act like, hey, would you be interested? It's an invitation. Uh, I, I like that the it's Florida themed. It's not actually Florida. <laughs> she gets to be a human being. She's not a piece of meat. Um, like the, the, when, when you brought up the idea, like, I want to ask about what's the, the craziest or, uh, or, or most inappropriate, uh, event that has occurred at her yeah. work, given how much experience she has, not only at Hooters, but also Twin Peaks. I was like horrified because the worst thing that could happen to me at a restaurant, someone like, uh, throws a tantrum and makes a mess that I have to clean up because I'm a guy for a woman that is scantily clad in a bar where they sell uh, sell oversized beers and hot wings you think that story could get dark so easily mm -hmm. and often would but it's a little like uh, i've i've made the joke before that um it's sort of like it's like F florida 30 years in the future it's a little <laughs> more they i mean they have like they have fish options heart healthy options they have unreal meatless wings on the menu now it's 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 a little it's a progressive throwback it, it's, it's to... improved it's improved and yeah. no, i will say that you know um you know there were some very very interesting things that she spoke of yeah that was interesting her, her kind of odd horrible things but the insight that she gave us as to how they operate things, the fact that they could make, that it is possible making a livable income at that job. And mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of mind blowing how she's saying how she was in Houston and then able to transfer to Atlanta. And then mm -hmm. from Atlanta to a Hooters in Houston, I was like, wow that's kind of an interesting corporate thing going on there where yeah. as a as a and i can't say as a waitress because she clearly said that they're not categorized as waitresses yep. or servers that they are listed as entertainers which is how they're able to get around certain things um yeah. which i'm going to do a comparison remind me about that later carlo because i want to do a comparison mm -hmm. about how hooters does it and then how twin peaks did it uh, right. But I thought it was really interesting um, that she was able to do that and her insights on, you know, you could make a living to pay your rent and things like that. Which, I mean, as a job, it should. Yeah. As, as a job, you should absolutely, you should make a living, but she makes a, quite a comfortable living mm -hmm. at a job that a lot of people are comfortable with people starving at. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. And I have to say this now, I was kind of taken aback that they did the measurements thing. Yeah, um, I, I, I assume there, there had to be something along those lines. Right, right. We're in Texas. 
mm-hmm. you can you can uh, be fired for anything. You can still be fired for being gay in Texas. Mm-hmm. You just can't say that's why you did it. Yeah, as a as a as a very misappropriately named right to work state, you can be fired without notice and without conversation and without cause. And you just be like, no, I fired you because I felt like it. Well, this one time two years ago, you were rude to a customer. You're fired today. Well, today I came out as gay. Is that why I'm being fired? I didn't say that. So you can't sue me. Mm-mm. No, you have the right to, to fire anyone that you don't for no. You don't have to list a reason. Exactly. You yeah. can just fire someone in, in Texas. Right. So, um, but it was just interesting that that they had the measurement thing and how mm. that worked was like, you know, they, they take your measurements when you're hired and you're not allowed to go out of those or too far out of those parameters yeah. or else Hooters can let you go. And that's yeah. not a Texas thing. That's a, that's, you know, that's Hooters corporate, corporate sure. Hey, you, you get too far out of this range. Yep. We have to let you go, which in her, for her, it seemed more motivational because mm-hmm. she said that she's athletic and she did track. So it keep it keeps her in shape because it's her job that depends upon it as yeah. well. But it, it, it makes you think too, like, is that necessarily right? I mean, I know that when you go to Hooters, you are expecting a certain um, visual type of woman yeah. Or you're expecting a certain uh, attractiveness, right? I get that. Yeah. I understand that. But it, it, it just, it's just mind-boggling that that's not, to me, that that's not illegal. Because it's like, hey, you, gotta, you can't come out and say, hey, Vada, you got to fucking lose 40 pounds before you can work here because you're a fat ass. You know, you can't exactly say that. So uh, like you got to stay in these measurements because if you do, you're going to be uh, fired uh, because you're not of specifications type of thing. I was like, which I get, they they all went in, they all go in with that idea. Like this is what, this is what we do. Yes. So and and they they are hiring people that are this are sporty like working out like being in that like part, like I would see say like for people that work out like work out like twice a day all the time they're like well, anybody can do it like that's your hobby that's what you do because you like to do that um, if reading burned calories I and I because I like to read that doesn't mean I'm better than you because I like to read. It means I like to read. That's why I read more than others. Yeah. And for someone who works out, they like to do that. If someone's like, well, I like to know a lot about beer. So I drink a lot about beer. I drink a lot, I drink a lot of beer. That's because that's their hobby. Mm-hmm. Like if working out is a component of your, of your personality and it already is for the type of people that work there, they knew that signing up that, well, this is where I want to be anyways. This is what I, I'm already going to strive to be in this area as, as a, because that's who I want to be. That's who I am. So it's just the job pays me for that. And they get paid accordingly. They get the fringe yeah. benefits, blah, blah, blah. And at least it's above board. Mm-hmm. It is all something that you knew uh, get when you signed up for it. This is what we do. Uh, as opposed to other restaurant, uh, if another restaurant did it like, well, we do that because we only like hot people working here. Are you paying them to be hot? Mm-hmm. No, you're paying them to be a server. Okay. Then you can't do that. Yeah, because mo- like models get the same thing. Any, uh, they they would have like, well, this is, well, it's because the dress is that size. No, it's not. That's not why it is. Models are paid that way because they have to look this this way because that's what the people want to look at when they're staring at these clothes. They can make clothes other sizes. It's possible. Yeah, they're not going to. They don't want to. So it's 
kind of I mean it's kind of grimy it's greasy I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna lie but at least it's above board and everyone's getting paid accordingly for it you're being paid to look a certain way yeah. Disneyland does it we no one gets mad at Disneyland if they because they don't have uh they have princesses that are size one well no I get that yeah absolutely yeah. I can't like well the I princess can't. looks like the princess is animated the princess has an a four inch waist. None of them look like the princess ever because yeah. they would die. They wouldn't have organs. <laughs> Their eyes would be the size of fucking saucers. No one looks like that. But we want them to look. You want them to look pretty. That's what you're paying them for. Yeah. But you have to pay them for that. And so that that was some interesting insight there because I, I just didn't I didn't know those things. Um, yeah. The the insight that she gave us as to how it operates was was really really insightful I, i'll that's all i can say is that i learned a lot by by listening to what she had to say uh which was pretty damn interesting um and and now i guess we can kind of break into the comparison of the other place we went to yeah well no actually no i think you wanted to talk a little bit more about uh hooters wasn't there something you wanted well, to yeah I, I, yeah there's well there's one i, I do want to defend now, uh, well, actually, I'll leave the, f- the food will be, I think, where we should start for the, for the comparison. Okay. But the oddness of it being, like, like I said, like a Florida in the future, of that, like, um, I don't know, they used to refer to themselves as delightfully tacky. Uh, they don't do that anymore. But the fact that when we walked in, um, the, I was sat, sat by a hostess and a manager. This happened at, at Twin Peaks, too, but we'll get to that. And it was two young women in, like, tracksuits. So they looked, they were, like, it was still like the form fitting, like when women go out in yoga pants kind of outfit. So it's still a flattering look, but it's a sporty look. And I got that, like the shorts and the tight t-shirts and the sneakers, they're going for a sporty kind of atmosphere. Yeah. So they're like cheerleaders, which also is, yeah, I want something young and sexy to look at while, while I'm playing, while I'm like watching sports. It is that, but they aren't there as cheerleaders who are just in like weird fetish gear and jumping up and down. They're moving, they are moving because they're actually working, moving food, getting beer. They are servers as well. Um, this was, a, uh, so I like seeing that management were women. So that, that immediately makes me feel like this is a, this is a better, a good vibe because the women are being, you know, women in, a woman is in charge of a place where it's about how you look and it's all the women instead of one, you know, piggy old fat guy going there like you have to look this way no it's just a woman who could who probably worked there and became management uh, became management that's really cool to me and i got they have a very basic bitch uh beer uh menu they had like well we have bud light and um i think it was ziegenbach or schneiderbach or something and uh not there's anything wrong with them uh and what was it asked for a wheat and they're like we have blue moon that's all we have on tap so basic bitch beers, nothing wrong with any of them, really, but they're just basic. It's like it's like on TV when they just ask for a beer. Sure, here you go. You don't care what you're drinking. Have one of these. And she brought it up, and this is before you arrived. I got there early. And she apologized because they didn't have any oranges and offered to get me something else, which, mm. which is dumb. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to have an orange. But that is so uh, corporate logo of beer that that's how you're supposed to drink a blue moon it was with an orange slice on the side if you're not doing that you're doing it wrong because the company told you that and they know their customer base for their customer base i like this team why that's my team i like this brand of beer what does it taste like i couldn't pick it out 
I have no clue. I drink it as cold as possible. I just get drunk and it has to have, have a blue label. That's all I know. That's their base. That's who, who goes there. They are aware of that. So she offers me the orange. It's a small thing, but it shows like an awareness. It shows a professional attitude and it shows that she knows her product. Yeah. Yeah, she was and that's like important. I said, she was she was very sweet, very nice, very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. And uh and her service was great. And that's gonna be important in this because uh that's not necessarily what we got at some of that's the other not universal. That, but uh, you know, it was it was very good. It was a pleasure talking to her, and it was a pleasure. Uh actually it was a pleasure just being at Hooters because the truth is I haven't been to a Hooters since I was like my 20s if even that i may have even been younger the last time i was in a hooters and let's see it, it just been so long ago now uh, one thing that she did point out that i'm just going to bring up before we move on is um because you had asked her about restaurants and she yeah. does bring up the fact that hooters is something that you know it's not the name you know, because when you hear the term Hooters, you're thinking very busty women. And she talks about that, like, you know, in the sense that you go to Hooters and she herself said that she has never been like uh, that, that very busty or anything like that. Yeah. So it does when you're talking about a progression, you're kind of right, uh, because it's not something like, oh, Hooters, you can only work here if you're a triple D type of thing. Uh, but it was, I, I think at some point when they first opened, I think that was a thing, and, yeah. but that was so long ago, I can't really remember. So they've kind of made that, that bit, of, bit of a progression there. And that's kind of important. I know a lot of women who are listening to this are like, oh my God, they're just being weird. No, the truth is that is a critical thing because as we get into the other comparison, you're going to see how that kind of works out you know what's going on with that and something that i hope everyone kind of pays attention to because it like i said it raised some interesting questions for me but the goal is they want athletic looking women mm -hmm. they want to they want like she did track like she and she said that uh, she mentioned a bunch of women there they used to do sports or they still are they are still they like sports they're actually into that that topic they are themselves athletic Whereas to the next place, and not to rag on it entirely, which we're going, we're going to, but not entirely, mm -hmm. uh, Twin Peaks is very much just a, no, I want tits and ass to look at. Yes, very much so. I want, now also, when we go to Twin starts, Peaks, starts with me walking in, I was immediately, I was immediately less comfortable. Yeah, you, you didn't uh, like that as much. You got there before I did, and we we're just going across the way, but you got there before me. And tell me your first impression when you walked in. Um, the first thing I, I, I noticed is that there's a little, please wait to be seated stand. Everything is made of, of fake logs, <laughs> like everything, like, every, like every, the, the stools, the, the bar itself, the walls, picture frames, everything is made to look like they just roughly chopped the log mm -hmm. and glued it to the side of it. Everything. <laughs> so it looks like if, if, uh, Hooters is Florida 50 years in the future, this is Canada 50 years in the past. Right. Everything is a fucking log cabin. Everything. Everything's um, very lodgy looking. Yeah. It's like, okay, but it, I was hoping it was going to be, uh, like Twin Peaks, the TV show lodge, but it wasn't, that's not neither. No, it really was not. Uh, and then, then just the kind of meatball-esque gentleman, hmm. um, 
you know, very much filling out their single color polo shirts with their <laughs> hair uniformly greased back, like just like just ink black in a single swoop to the back of their head. Uh, pendulous tummies. Uh, clearly, they're the ones in charge. They have little headsets and they're like snapping at women to tell them where to go. And they're like, oh, do you have a, you want a table? Like, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody. But it was immediately uncomfortable to just be like, as soon as you walk in a room, the, like, I want, they didn't, no one had a problem with them having triple XL polo shirts. I don't think they're going to get fired for wearing triple XL polo shirts. <laughs> all, the, all the girls, they have to wear the little uh, tie to the belly button or above the belly button uh, size zero flannels and, and short shorts. But, but these guys, that's fine. Like, I shouldn't be a model. I get that. But I shouldn't be in charge of models telling them how to look. That immediately makes me feel really uncomfortable. And their management. So you know that's exactly what they're doing. That's their job. And that felt gross. Right away, it felt gross. I did like that they are more... They, they want you to come to events. They don't expect you to be there for every game day. They're not trying to push that on you. They're pushing. Their beer is cold. And you should come to an event. Uh, and I saw a sign for an upcoming bourbon and whiskey tasting. And I was like, oh. I like. I, I did not know that was there. Or yeah, on the left side when you walked in, there was uh, again there were these little cabinets made out of logs, but they had a they had a bunch of uh, whiskeys and, and and bourbons. I was like, oh, ooh, hmm, no, that feels weird. Like, why do they have to be in lingerie to drink bourbon? Like, I if we're going for just like, well, because you know, it's fun and sexy. Cool, put them in suits, put them in a sexy suit. But putting like the fact that they're walking around in panties, just like that doesn't feel hygienic. I <laughs> That feels weird. I get the titillation factor, but because the titillation factor didn't wasn't couched in the situation, it was just we're gonna have these like women dressed uh, barely dressed walk by you while you drink whiskey. Again, it just immediately and again, big fat guys telling me telling me what to do immediately feels like such a throwback. Yeah, um, it was it was like when I walked in like shortly after you did, I kind of got that you know I looked at the guys and, and you're right, it's like ink black hair it's all slicked back and i was like this looks like some like low budget time of uh jersey i'm on this block mafia type of thing like <laughs> we we break open meters and we steal the coins type of shit <laughs> that's what i that was my impression i was like okay and so then they they're like y'all want a booth or a high top or a blah 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 and i was like the booth is fine and so they they yeah. They saunter us over to a booth and like, uh, oh, your waitress will be this person here. And I was, it was like, the bartender. Yeah, who was the bartender? And I thought immediately that was a bad idea to me. I mean, yeah, because I'm I'm. Let, let's be honest about ourselves for for the people who haven't really seen our Instagrams and, and all that stuff. Uh, me and Carlo are the types of guys who probably are not as concerned about the way the women look as we are about how the food tastes. <laughs> so the, the fact that they're like, oh, your waitress is, or your server or entertainer, whatever they want to call it, is yeah. that, is the bartender. I was like, oh crap, get, that means our service is going to be shite. And yeah. it but was. There wasn't a lot of, <laughs> not wholly her fault, partially her fault, not wholly her fault, because yeah. there were other servers and there were other, like there was a lighter section, but she had, um, she had like one of those U-shaped bars and she had maybe five or six different people mm -hmm. at the bar uh, actively working or act like actively eating and ordering. So it's like, okay, well then you just 
she's getting a she's giving a getting basically a seventh table, which isn't bad. That's fine. That's not too many tables, but they're all demand kind of demanding of her attention right now. Well, here's the thing that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly disagree with you. They mm. are demanding of her attention, but she spent most of her time talking to a couple, a single and couple, just these long conversations while we're there waiting for anything. Yeah. Really, I and I have to say this: like it was bad when it's when I can't get your attention, so I can say, "Hey, could we have like a couple of more napkins?" Because I don't know if you noticed, I need more napkins. Yeah. I actually physically got up from my went table, yeah. went yeah, I went to this little kiosk and got my own damn napkins because we're too busy gossiping or talking or whatever. Hmm. So that was that was kind of piss poor. I'm not. Right. But saying... now I was keeping a track of the other sections because mm-hmm. there was another bar like that set up at the like catty corner to us, and then just to our left, past, over your shoulder, there was like three tables with a single server. Yeah. There was a, one one high top chair table and then two booths mm-hmm. with a single server. It's like, well, why didn't they put us over there? Yeah, no, exactly. There were booths. We could have been in a different booth there. It'd have yeah, been fine. We, we and no one server. told her that we were sat. So it even looked like we were in her section. Like, we look like we're next to her section. Yeah, but either way, that's still part of her section. So she should have just come over yeah. and said, hey, uh, yeah. what can I do? But when you have y'all? two hosts, mm-hmm. four servers... One of those hosts could have been like, hey, uh, we'll call her Laura Palmer. Hey, Laura, there's someone in your section. They'll need something. It's been 10 minutes and they, you've just been ignoring them because you're fucking chatting with someone. And, and well, for, she's the bar. She's supposed to do that. Right. And for those of those of you who don't get the joke that Carlo just dropped, Laura Palmer, uh, if you follow the TV show Twin Peaks, Laura Palmer is the name of one of the characters why the agent is there because Laura Palmer is the the girl who was the murdered. girl who died yeah <laughs> and horribly so, uh, murdered yeah and but it the name of the show is Twin Peaks the restaurant we're at is Twin Peaks so you know you get the fun association but you're right Carlo you know yeah. it, it should have been at some point hey you got these smucks over here go get them something yeah. eventually we got our, our fat they're gonna order so much stuff if yes you, you need to jump on that right <laughs> now because they look like they could eat and uh they they brought us they eventually brought us our beer which we ordered um well well no, beer and water. yeah i know no you, they didn't okay so carlo go ahead talk about your beer I know it's you offered us a beer i don't remember. what what did you get i got a shiner bock and it was shiner a shiner bock perfect standard it. good texan bock yeah uh, fine beer perfectly fine. damn i that saw that there was an eighth wonder uh brew uh, t- uh tap hole I love Eighth Wonder. I used to work right next door. I've been there many times. I have had a lot of Eighth Wonder beer. Houston's uh, one of Houston's best breweries, in my opinion. They make weird, wacky, fun, fun beer. I saw the tap. Oh, you have Eighth Wonder. What do you have from them? Um, well, we have Art Car. Look at that St. Arnold's. Art Car is from St. Arnold's. That's a different brewery entirely. Uh, as I'm like, because uh, oh, and we have um, they, no. I have their their Winter IPA. The fuck hmm. is a winter IPA? So it's like pine salt? It would be piney, <laughs> right? A piney IPA? She doesn't say anything to that. Like, wait, wait. Like, uh, yeah, I'll try it. Because I don't know what a winter IPA would be. Other than just being like a really pine needly kind of tree that you suck on. But like, all right, I'll try it. Eighth Wonder has not failed me yet. They're the the beer I've like I'm not gonna name it, but like the beer I've liked the least from them was just 
was still fine. It was a good beer. just didn't speak to me. So, all right, I trust them. Let me try their... And it occurred to me, they don't have a cool name? Huh. She arrives, and she gives me a, a frosted mug. Both the mugs are these tall boys. Very, very frosty, almost like caked in ice. Uh, and I saw that they have, a, they have a little running tab to tell you exactly how cold their beer is. Mm-hmm. Because the colder it is, the less you can taste it. Because mm. they don't want you to taste their beer, for God's sake. But um, she brought me the winter IPA, and it was St. Arnold's Art Car. <laughs> yeah, I know. She you don't know your fucking beer. beers. Yeah. What? Get it? Why are you in a bar? Why are you in a restaurant? Your best. Why are you working behind bartender? that bar? Oh my god! It was. And beer. how much did I bitch? I was pissed the rest of the day. Like I remember you, you were work in moody. a bar. Yeah. Why did you lie to me? You could just say, "I don't really know beers." I would have been fine with that. But clearly, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't lie to me. Oh, and uh, now, and in full, in fairness, though, I did order for my second beer because obviously I drank more beer. Uh, they have a cute little naming scheme. You remember of the different beers? They have a blonde, which I believe they called a dirty blonde or something. It's a blonde ale, it, and they have a uh, brown ale, which they call the naughty brunette, K N O T T Y, because there's wood and everything, and uh, which I, I and I just I did enjoy. All, they have a Mexican style lager, which is just german lager in a clear bottle but that's fine um but they have a mexican style lager that they called um la Huera, which i thought was adorable just you know white chick <laughs> i thought it was really cute and uh, i had their naughty brunette and it was um a little bit of smoke a little bit of woodiness to it uh a nice very drinkable brown ale it was clearly designed to be served near frozen uh so probably as it, and it, i drink too fast to find out but i think as it warms up it's probably not as good a beer uh, and I drank it too quickly that I didn't notice that there were little chunks floating in it at the end. Yeah, that didn't go well. There was a little. It looked like it looked like bits of tobacco, and yeah. I was like, we pulled it out. And actually, we actually showed it to her, and she was like, "Oh, that's chili that we put on the rim for when people order uh, micheladas and stuff." But the bigger question is, why is that chili in your beer? Which to me means it wasn't in the beer. They don't wash your glasses properly. Or so someone had a michelada. Just... Yeah, got stuck in the glass. They didn't wash it. They just they didn't wash it well enough, and poured froze it. Put a beer in it. So when I drank it, I got that a little bits of uh, chili at the bottom. Yeah, which was not cool to me. And to me, they should have offered you like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, do you want another one, or we're not going to charge you for that because yeah, that shouldn't that have been, been floating in your beer. That yeah. that really shouldn't have been. Yeah. So and her response was just like, eh. Yeah, basically. So needless to say, not that we're totally comparing apples and oranges here, but we did talk about the service at Hooters, which was spectacular, and the service we received at Twin Peaks, not so spectacular. So just to let you know that. And I think even our server at Hooters said they're not known for their service. I was like, yeah, that was for damn sure. Yeah, uh, to me, it's about the it's about the views. It, it just it really is the view. And, and then speaking <clears> of that, let's kind of jump into that. So let's talk about what we experienced there. So we've already talked a little bit about the atmosphere and and how we were served and how we felt we were treated, type of thing. But in the sense of like how their entertainers dress, because when talking to this same person, we we asked Laura Palmer. For an interview and she agreed to it as long as uh we did not use her real name and we're not and laura palmer basically said that they are also categorized as entertainers yeah now i noticed that twin twin peaks 
is not as <laughs> let's say not as conservative as Hooters because with with Hooters you have the women who are wearing the nylon stockings and yes they are wearing short shorts but they have like um, some type of leg covering which is the nylon stockings and mm. their shirts don't hang as low they are form fitting but they're they're more they they cover up their midsections and stuff like that opposed to Twin Peaks where they're wearing shorts and their shorts can be pretty much, they look like just regular shorts that the girls can put on. Uh, but some of them looked very, very high cut. Some of them looked a little bit lower cut. I noticed one girl where her cheeks were literally hanging out um, yeah. of the, of the bottoms of her, of her uh, shorts there. And I, I, I most people and most guys I'm sure will say, Oh my God, that looks good. And what's going through Vada's mind is, that is not hygienic. That is so not <laughs> hygienic. <laughs> I was like, I don't want my food being around this non-hygienic person. So that's just me because again, if you look at me and Carlo, yeah. we're more about the food than anything else. Yeah. So uh, the, that was kind of a thing. Now they also have the the flannel shirts, but the flannel shirts are knotted. That way it you know focuses more on their breast and their midsection are is exposed and yeah. It's showing as much flesh as I can. Yeah, definitely um, more flesh. Fine, that's what they're that's what they're banking on. Yes, <clears throat> but and... it, it just feels it feels more forced there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I'm just used to Hooters because that that's an institution that has been around my entire life. Um, but it it feels like they're going for athleticism and sporty and and cheerleaders and yay you're drinking beer, and the like. If you want to see this woman in her underwear, you have, you can buy a calendar. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, that's a thing too. Here it is. But with specific invitations, like come by on Sunday and they'll all have to be dressed like whores. Like it, they, it doesn't show like, because it's not like they're models and they're going to be looking, they're going to look cute. It always like, and then you can just stare at them. Look at them. They're not people. It just feels a little more in that direction. A well, little. It, it kind of does because it's like they have their their theme nights and their theme nights, I noticed, were just lingerie theme nights. So it's not really a theme night. It's, Hey, they're wearing lingerie today. You thought they're yeah. wearing less now. Wait till lingerie night. Yeah. I was like, okay. So and this is not I, I don't mean that this comes from a prudish place. It just comes from a less respectful place, I think. You know, I think, like, you know I'm not trying to be prudish on it either, but I am trying to make a point that, you know, and, and this is kind of like the comparison that I was kind of saving from earlier. And Carlo, jump in there if mm. if you disagree with me or that I need to be educated in something because you know, I've never worked that type of industry before. And I know you had experiences, uh, a bartender and, and uh, you know, as Surfer. I used to call you a horista, barista, <laughs> uh, and, and things like that. So you're, you're, you know more about this industry than I do. So the thing that, uh, that kind of bothers me a little bit, and we're going to do a little bit of comparison here. So at Hooters, the young lady who served us Mm -hmm. brought us our food that she's listed as an entertainer not a yeah. server but brought us our food and at twin peaks that's not the case yeah. they they take your order they're your entertainer they take your order and someone else brings you the food and i right. was watching that too like the the people who are going from the kitchen to the bar for takeout food 
it was not the servers or the entertainers no. slash models getting it. It was somebody else. So they kind of have a more interesting reach around on that. And that's what kind of bothers. So in the sense of like twin peaks. For some, for some restaurants, there is their positions, food runner. There's the server. That's the person who takes the order. That will always be the server is the one who takes the order. They're not always the ones that run your food. There are food runners and there are server assistants. Okay. There are other positions that sometimes, like if you have, if you need to introduce yourself, explain a menu, get any allergies and take any specific special orders, mm -hmm. that can take five to eight minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have four tables that arrive at the same time, who do you want to wait for 16 or 16 to 30 minutes? Not 30 minutes, 16 to 20 something minutes. Who do you choose to wait? How do you choose somebody has to wait that long? You can't. So you, if you're going to be going around and getting that many people's different orders and getting all of those right, you can't also be getting uh, refills and water. You can't also be running all the food for the tables you had before those, those four tables arrived. So they will break that up with different groups. And again, this is what bothers me when it was like, why are you taking so long with this part of your job? You have server assistants, you have food runners. There are other people that are doing that for you. Now, and, and they did point this out. I think, um, I, I don't think it was Laura, I think Bianca pointed it out, but because uh, she had worked at both and how she has to wear her food, her hair up. Since she's running the food herself, she has, to, and she goes in the kitchen, she has to have her hair up because there's a risk of getting food and uh, to contaminating food. The women at Twin Peaks don't have to wear their hair up. So they wear it down so it's more like flippy and they can do that hair tossing where they giggle because they're not touching your food. Hmm. So they're allowed to wear their hair down. They don't have to have a hairnet. They don't have to have a ponytail. They don't have to do something to pull it back. So that those are the little like functory differences that means they're not going to touch your food. And, that, and I don't think like that takes away from the fact that she's serving us. She is. It is her job to. But it is her job to know the menu and to make sure our order is correct and to check in to see if there's anything we need. The three exact points that she failed on, not knowing the beers, not getting our order in a timely manner, and then a bit forcing you to have to get those napkins. If my, my coworker can't get to them right now, I'll go fix it. Yeah. Because that, but that's good service. No, that is. That bad is. service. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's my gripe. Maybe that's why I should yeah. be looking at more. It's like, and the, because I didn't know that, so I thought there was some type of regulation thing. And so I think that's what was kind of bothering me, but you kind of cleared that up. But it, it was just ultimately we did get bad service at Twin Peaks. Yeah, uh, not not a very busy day. Oh uh, yeah, it, it really it wasn't, wasn't because we went like uh, late noon. Virtually, I'm not gonna say no one was there, but there were not a whole lot of people there. Mm -hmm. um, and our service was pretty yeah. blocked. And I don't blame Laura entirely for not knowing the product. That's bad. I blame management because we should not have been put in her section. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give so. you that. But I was, you know, in, in the sense of like the things that, that her interview told us, and we're going to let you listen to her, her interview, yes. and then we'll jump back to it. We're here at Twin Peaks, and one of the questions that we're going to ask the wait staff, do they call you wait staff or entertainers? Entertainers. Entertainers, okay, because yeah. it was the Twin same Peak thing. Girls. Twin Peaks girls. So, but it's categorized as entertainers. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, my main question is, working in a mostly male-clienteed environment and being at a Twin Peaks, what is like the oddest thing that's ever happened to you working here? 
besides getting yelled at by Colonel Sanders. Right, yeah. Um, I feel like the oddest thing probably has to be when we have our dress-ups and we are wearing like lingerie and everything. I think having to deal with guys taking pictures of you and they try to be sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they try to like grab their really? phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll, you know, and then you can obviously tell that that's what they're right, doing. Right. Um, I think like, that's probably like the oddest. And then you do have the guys that it's like, they try to grab you mm-hmm. and cook you a little too tight and you kind of have to, in a nice manner, kind of push them away. Push them away yeah. yeah, so that's probably it. Thankfully nothing weird okay. has right. happened. Now I'm gonna give you a comparison as to what one of the other people over there at um, Hooters have told us. So I was really surprised about that. So her thing was, uh, she's been to, she worked at the one in Atlanta, apparently. And she said the oddest thing is like, yeah, so uh, she said the oddest thing that she had is like uh, couples who approach them to be part of their couple type of thing. Does that happen a lot Okay, so one of the weirdest things, so you just unlocked like a memory deep in my brain. So when I first got hired here, Mm. there used to be this uh, guy that would come here. He was a regular, right? Mm. He was a multimillionaire. We all knew this. He drove an Audi R8, you know, Mm. super nice car, millions of money, dollars. So he had a house that he, it was his house, and he would have girls there, like that that worked here, Mm. and they would live there for free. He would provide a car for them. And each girl had like their car, their room in the house or whatever. Um, they would obviously work here, you know, any, I think there was like girls from here and then girls from like a strip club or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, you would, so you basically had free housing and free car. And then um, the only like condition was obviously like if he wanted to sleep with you or if he wanted to have an orgy or whatever, like you couldn't say no to him, like you had to say yes. So if he asked you to live there, it was like, you a big deal because that, right yeah. um so he asked me once he did he was all like would you like consider it but then at that point i was only 19 and yeah, it was the, i had just started working here i probably had like i don't know maybe like maybe a month mm-hmm. so now i feel like i'm more used to the you know oh people have a lot of money out there i didn't realize how much money was out there until oh, i started yeah. working here mm-hmm. and i really opened my eyes to it so i feel like at first i was like oh this is weird like mm. this is really really weird um weird not rare though i feel like it was i feel like that's rare i mean because yeah. okay. when you were 19 like i doubt yeah, you know that that ever happened yeah i don't think yeah. any, like you're walking somewhere they're like hey right. do you want to you know live here for free so mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely the weirdest thing that ever happened okay. to me that that is <laughs> pretty much yes so now, compared to like, have you worked at like Hooters or any other places? No, it was just, here. How long have you been Since here? 2016. Okay, so you've been here for a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, out of care, like in the sense of like how the company takes care of you, like, do they pay you pretty well? Do you make really good at a Well, job we get here? paid hour, uh, like 215 an hour. Okay. So we get paid waiter, like server, waiter, server. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like tip wise, I feel like it does vary a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think working here, your biggest thing is making regulars. Mm. Uh, I feel like without regulars, you won't make money. Okay. Um, and then also, if you're a bartender, you automatically make more money than a girl on the floor if you don't have regulars. Okay. So I feel like, me personally, I feel like I this is my only job. I work mm. four days a week and I'm good. 
Um, oh, okay. So I feel like I feel like we do get paid good, but it's on you and yeah. how you present yourself and who you talk to. Exactly. So if you kind of just come in, like don't really talk to nobody and just you make what you could make. If you phone it in, it just won't work. Yeah, like yeah. if you just come in, do your do your job, and then leave, probably not gonna make much, you okay. know. But if you come in here, talk to people, build clientele, you know, so they come back and you know, see. For example, you saw that this Colonel guy, Sanders. right? <laughs> so the guys next to them are actually my regulars. They okay. come in pretty yeah, often. They seem very friendly. They're yeah. Very happy to see you. So, uh, well, not those, not the guys on there. The, oh, not the not the people there. Okay. Yeah, they, they were some uh, two white guys sitting down, oh, older white guys. Yes, the construction guys. workers. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they come in every day I work. Um, they were about to fight this guy for me because mm. it's like you build that connection with oh, yeah. people. So it's like so that that's really much it. Once you build a connection and they constantly come back to see you, mm. you're kind of guaranteeing yourself like, okay, Bob lives me, you know, fifty dollars. Ted lives me two hundred dollars, and you know, Josh leaves me four hundred dollars. Combined, just from these those three people, I'm guaranteed in a that's month yeah. to make at least this much, and then you add on to and that. You can pay your bills. Right. Exactly. Stuff. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Wow. Have you ever received? Because uh, I, 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 I've worked in bars and restaurants all over the city. Have you received any of the? Um, oh, it's Christmas. Here's like a, a comical amount of money or gift. So it didn't happen like that. It's really funny and it's really sad. Um, oh. oh, no, not sad in a good way. Sad like, like that it happened. That it happened. Like okay, we're like it's like uh. So this when the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone was getting money from unemployment, blah, blah, blah. So this regular here actually took out one of the self-employment loans, mm-hmm. about 30000 and gave me about 10000 Really? Yeah. Shit. Really? And it was for no reason. Wow. He just really liked me. And he was like, here you go. So, I mean, that loan <laughs> is for... Yeah, no, it's I get to it. pay yeah. bills. It's to like pay, like, wow. pay your employees. So no, he yeah. used it here, and I wasn't the only girl that received a lot, a large yeah. sum of money. But I was yeah. the girl that received the most money. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. But he didn't. He didn't say here you go. It was like sporadically, like here's two, here's three, here's three. Okay, then, so he dished it out. Yeah, and like the period span of like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. It was crazy. Wow. So that was our interview with Laura Palmer there. And kind of a lot as, there. Yeah, there, there is there is a lot going on there. Kind of really, really bizarre. And I have to say, like her thing about the offering when she was 19 about come live with me and you'll get a car. That sounded very Tiger King-esque. <laughs> I want to say that was kind of the same thing that was happening in Tiger King. And it's not to say that, you know, Houston has a lot of millionaires because we are an oil city. We're an yeah. oil and medical city. So yeah. you've got a lot, a lot of, of undeserving millionaires. <laughs> yes. You got a lot of bad people, people with money. Yes. <laughs> you, you do have a lot of people with money running around here. And, uh, and so I can see that it's totally happening and that being pretty damn creepy, especially if you're 19 and you're in that situation, you know, someone's like, Hey, you know, I have an idea for you. You want to succeed in life? Well, I'll give you the two major uh, issues off your table there. I'll take care of living and a vehicle. And maybe uh, jump in bed with me every now and then. And uh, yeah, the occasional it's all good, you know? And then when I'm bored of you, we'll just, uh, you know, you had a good time type of thing. Yeah. Um, 
So that was everyone's pretty. an adult in there, and they're all uh, they all sign up for it, and it's all above board. It's not my business. I don't. I can't judge it. But yeah, it's greasy, but I don't. Ju- I can't judge it. Like yeah, it's, it's a modern day harem. Uh, harem is what that is. But yeah. it's uh, it they're not bought. They're not bought. They can leave. They can no. Leave they they can. Uh, well, I assume they, we didn't ask that if they could just up and leave or what was. The... That's true. Maybe maybe they can't. Maybe she was like, that's why I didn't go because a few people died. Like she never. Yes, there you go. And we don't know where she they drop that right bombshell. Now. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know about all that. But you know, the other thing where she talks about now, this really blew my mind, and where you know she was, and Carlo and, and our tastes are different. But you can, you can just stop me if I'm if I'm completely wrong here. But you know, she wasn't. I just want to say she wasn't. She was an attractive young lady, but she wasn't like, oh my God, I want to give you all my money type of young lady, if you ask me. Uh, she wasn't that. Uh, like, I, I can't don't... see myself saying, hey, here's here's 10K, like what she was saying, yeah. uh, this guy who liked her. And I, I thought that was pretty shitty that he took a bell out and got 30K, yeah. and gave her 10K. And I was like, what every complaint that like if we let but if we feed this one starving person they might not appreciate money and then there's a business owner that got money to pay his employees and instead gave it to the pretty girl at uh twin peaks yeah Even in her opinion she's not that pretty you know i mean she was cute she wasn't like i'm gonna give you 10 grand kind of pretty uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to quantify what, what what specific flavor somebody needs in order to be like, I'm going to give you 10 grand. What you I'm not evil, so I don't have that kind of money to buy somebody. <laughs> I will pay 10 grand for your attention. Yeah. For your attention. Like, I'm not I saying no implication did anything else. Yeah. Just for your attention, here's 10 grand because you're you're cute enough to and you smile at me. And see, I, I got to say this, you know, I'm again, I'm not saying she wasn't attractive. She was an attractive young woman and she was very sweet in the sense that she did talk to us. And, you know, she she was very sweet in that way. I just but for me personally, I don't see myself giving 10K to anyone for any reason like that. Yeah. And on top of that, I can't see myself ever ethically saying, hey, here's 10K that I want to give you that I got from the government yeah. to help others. Let me give that to you. Yeah. I don't, I don't see that as being a thing that I would ever do. And, and I don't know, you know, the fact that she knew that, it, I mean, she's being given money. Who's going to say no to money, but should you have taken it because you know where it came from? And you know what? Not you know. I, from I, just, her, I don't from know. Her Maybe point I'm view, going though, overboard with that. I I don't think it's fair. It would be fair to judge her because like he wasn't going to use it for the good thing. You're right. You're that, right. That was, that's not on the table. There's no reason for her to like turn down that money for like the moral high ground of like, well, I didn't. If it bothers you, you could easily spend it, take it from him, and put it to a good cause. And I I, I guess I can see that. So I'm not gonna go too much on that but it was it was very interesting i thought the other thing that was interesting there is unlike uh the other restaurant that we visited they don't do the measurement thing at twin peaks anymore as of a year ago is what they Mm -hmm. said and i i to me that almost sounds like a lawsuit settlement type of thing like you have to change this one aspect type of thing uh and maybe they agreed to that to get out of uh, to settle type of situation. So it, it just 
a lot of questionable things with the whole Twin Peaks thing. But I will say one positive for my experience at Twin Peaks. I did like their wings better. Sure. I, I did like their wings better. And they, they, it seemed healthier there. So that's just me. I can't really go off too much on Twin Peaks because our, our well, my experience was bad. I think your experience yeah. was also bad. Yeah. Um, and I still like the bread wings better. The, I know they're they're worse for me because they're it's wings. It's already bad for you. Let's throw carbs on there. Yep, and I like them. Yeah, I did not like their um their spicy garlic uh sauce, which is the size sauce I got on my wings at, at Hooters. There's spicy garlic's hard. Everyone does it wrong. Um, but uh, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks, their wings were just kind of standard. Like they're the wings I get at you can get pretty much anywhere. Um, but their sauce was a little bit better. So yeah. That. Well, I, I like their food better than I did sure. at, at uh, Hooters. Yeah. But, you know, that was the most positive thing I could say about it. The There's a lot more questionable things going on at the Twin Peaks than I thought there was at the Hooters. Hygiene. Hygiene was a bit, oh yeah, because I hate to mask. say it. Carlo, did you want to talk about the hygiene issue that we had that kept us at bay like a yeah. fucking, you know wolf in a hen house type of thing i working in a, in a restaurant i have to wear a mask the entire time mm-hmm. um and it's not uncomfortable it's not hard to breathe stop bitching it is comfortable it's fine just wear the goddamn mask it is not hard i wear it all day long for eight hour shifts with no break shut up for everyone who complains about it shut up <laughs> you're wrong you're just you're just a punk ass just do it don't take the fucking mask off her mask was a chin strap the entire time and she's at the bar so it's a bar with people sitting there uh, sitting there not two feet away from her with their food and drink in between them both of them masked down yelling at each other i could hear conversations they were having from where we we sat so they are just spitting she's just spitting in everybody's food she is there's no way to like if you're yelling and you're that close to somebody's face you're spitting on their food And, and right now that is no different from like can you wash yourself when you leave the house, can people tell if you took a shit today? Like, that's what we're discussing now. Masks, gloves, washing your hands, staying six feet. Right now, that's basic hygiene. Are you and, able to clean yourself properly? And the answer is no. Yeah, and I think the the other thing that you kind of uh, forgot to mention that I'm going to mention. Uh, yeah, she was, she was wearing it as a chin strap. She was not wearing it around her face properly at all. Yep. The other issue, uh, she was hugging people, yep. um, which bothered me. Not that it bothered me. I mean, I don't care that she's hugging somebody. I do care that she's not wearing her mask, hugging people. Didn't and stop the serving us. Hugging people. Yeah, and then serving us. Uh, well, she didn't touch our food, thankfully. Thankfully, she, touched our, beer, she touched our beers, though. And the other issue that I had is, where did that mask end up, Carlo? I went to the restroom. And I returned, and she was sitting with you, and you were pressed up so far into the chair away from her that I thought she was she had a knife, and I was like, "Do I need to save him?" Because <laughs> you were like pressed I all was, the way. I was, I was kind of scared because she got into the booth, and I'm like, "COVID," and I moved myself as far <laughs> over as I yep. could because she took her mask off, which I kind of yeah. get, but which where... she wasn't wearing properly anyway. Yeah. And she so she fully took it off and then left it on the table and that's the key phrase there she left it on the table so when she yeah. left 
her mask was still on the table and yeah. i was i didn't want to move because it's like oh my god that thing is like a wolf in a hen house i don't want to be near it and you saw me the whole time i was like all curled up in that corner yeah. uh like nope, nope we waved a couple of times to try and convince her come over yeah. get your fucking mask and she was too busy gossiping yeah. and then finally she came over and even when she came over to talk to us again she was leaving and we had to be like mask 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 mask, mask, mask. Your mask. She, got your mask your mask right there pick it up <laughs> <laughs> and she did yeah. but she did it with a bit of an attitude that but like you know don't this is someone you should then quit then quit. Don't yeah, go outside. If you, if you have every right to not wear it, go the yeah. fuck home, though. You're it, not an adult. You don't get to be outside. Go the fuck home. Don't fuck with us that way, because that's that yeah. was bad. That was really bad and yeah. kind of, you know, uh, scary. Again, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say she's a bad person in any way whatsoever, and I don't think you are either, Carlo. But those business practices there were not yeah. the best. I, that's why I bring it back I always bring that back to management. That is bad management. Mm -hmm. They are not, they don't have a culture of cleaning the glasses properly. They don't have a culture of knowing your product. They don't have a culture of protecting your guests. They don't have a culture of hygiene. They simply don't. That's not important. And, that, and that's very true because here's the thing. When, when the management would come out running food to her, they saw she wasn't wearing her mask. Yep. And they didn't correct it. But she was not one, the, the so it's not one of these things where management was like, "Oh, hey, uh, remember your mask." Yeah. No, they were just dropping it off, walking away. But they looked at her because you know she is nice to look at. But they looked at her, and and she, she was not wearing that mask. You know, she was not wearing that mask, and we mm. know that she wasn't wearing the mask because it was on our table. So. <laughs> yep. That's so a everyone problem. See, every person she went to go talk to, she was just breathing on them, spinning on them. Even the one where her butt was hanging out of her shorts, she was wearing a mask. Yeah. I, I still question the hygiene of the of that practicing of your butt hanging out, but still, she was wearing a mask, and I appreciate that at least. Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, that, but the fact that she can wear her mask implies to me that she knows how to wash that ass because she knows <laughs> <basic> hygiene. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes that's true that's it, me. That's it, it me. didn't look the uh, the ass did not look bad i mean it did not it's just i don't want it around my food at the time that's you know fair. i like to it, keep these things separate that makes yes sense. i really do like i don't i don't engage in eating and having sex at the same time it's not like i have a plate of wings I'm like oh my god this sex is so great you know what would make it better wings yeah that's not me you don't want hot you don't want hot sauce in that scenario no, you do you not you do not you really don't so it's like i want these things separate and i want the in either situation whatever's going into my mouth to be clean and hygienic at the time <laughs> so yeah that's just my uh now and and we we have we have we've made our comments and our jokes about it, um, but I don't think we're being unkind and I don't think we're being we're out of line with this. Well, now, Carl, if you hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're if you're I'm going to go all presidential here. If you are there saying that uh, uh, we're not being unkind, then I am not doing my job and I'm not going to have it. <laughs> I'm not going to have it. No, I'm, I'm, well, no, I, okay. I'm not being unkind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being fair about this. But, um, someone, I, something I do, I, I really objected to because, uh, again, she had multiple uh, people around uh, at her bar, and including this one couple that she really liked. There was these two older 
construction guys that were like that were fawning over her. She's like, oh, they they love me. They bring me gifts and all this. Um, and there was one dude in a white suit, curly <laughs> white hair. Sanders, right? He now. looked like Colonel fucking Sanders. He fucking did. He had the Colonel Sanders beard, and yep. his hair was combed in the same way, and he was wearing glasses. Like Jesus Christ, it's and Colonel Sanders. He had like. He had ordered some food to go or something, and one of the managers brought it out, left him, and he wanted to complain about the waitress, and uh, yeah, waitress, you, ooh, uh, Laura Palmer, yeah. and he was saying something. And I I, I kind of look over and I watch, and I, I I hear him like, "Well, she's a bad wait, she's a bad waitress," and she goes like, "I'm sorry," not in a not in a she wasn't being rude, she wasn't snapping like, "I'm sorry," it was just like, "I'm sorry," like perfunctory, like you mm. you like. Uh, like a tickle me Elmo, you poke at the butt, like Pillsbury Doughboy, you poke the the tummy. <laughs> I'm sorry. She just per, like knee jerk reaction. Yeah. Just say you're sorry. They'll leave. So she just says, "I'm sorry," and he goes, "Don't say you're sorry. You're a bad waitress." Well, you're a bad waitress, and everyone's looking. And with the bar is getting uncomfortable, mm. he's like, "The man- management is like just kind of like well, I don't know what to do." I'm like, well, your management, th- your management, throw him out. He doesn't need to talk to somebody like that. I, I and again, everything we've said, I am not saying she was good at her job. I have not said that. I've said that she does like the culture management there has resulted in a bad employee. Does that mean she shouldn't work there? Maybe, but I blame management for a bad culture. But him yelling across the bar at her to tell her that she's a bad waitress—that shit is unacceptable. Yeah, That's Colonel Sanders was out of line. Yeah, that is not a southern gentleman right there. <laughs> no, that that truly was not. I mean, yeah, I and then I did ask that very loudly. I, that was me being. A, that's when I was a dick because <laughs> management like. What's wrong with Colonel Sanders? Why is he so mad? <laughs> I remember that. I think that's recorded. I need to put that in there. I was like, why is Colonel Sanders so mad? I was like, oh my God, Colonel, why? <laughs> but it was it was fun. It was interesting. Yeah. So I have to say this was a very, very good field trip. And, and something I hope that, that we do again. So kind of like in conclusion, um, restaurants are, are, are things that I think you know, obviously they're going to be here for a long time. Like Hooters has been around since yeah. I was a kid and I'm 45. That's fine. I think, <laughs> you know, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Um, the truth is, you know, and I know a lot of women, but of course you don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I really don't think there is now that uh, I sat there and I talked to some of these people and, and they've given us some really interesting in- insight as to how this works. It is something that they can make a living out of because it would be way different if it's like, oh my God, they have us parading around and we can't, we can't pay our cell phone bill. You know, I have still have to live with my mom and my dad type of thing. And that really wasn't the case. That's because that's what I was expecting in the sense that they are wait staff. Um, That really or that really was not the case. You know, they're able to make a livable wage, some more than others with ten thousand dollar gifts. But, you know, um, we didn't ask Bianca if she gets a ten thousand dollar gift. So, you know, maybe she does do really well. Uh, But, you know, they're able to make a a living out of it. And I I think that's really, really interesting, really fascinating. Obviously, I don't think this is something that goes into longevity, but, you know, I think it's it's pretty fascinating. I will say the same that. Is, that's same. The same of that is true in a lot of industries. Yeah. Like, well, you're just not strong. You're not you're not uh, young enough to play professional football anymore. You're not young enough to be uh, to work in construction anymore. 
Oh, you yeah, hurt your yeah. back? Well, then you're not good enough for, to work here anymore. Get out. You're, so you're there's a lot of industries that are just, you trade your youth and vitality to make a job for a little while, okay. and it pays well enough. Hopefully you find something to do after. Good luck. Um, this is just another one of those things that trades on youth. Yeah, basically. Is and that bad? A little bit. But uh, after things like the Me Too movement and the continuation of those uh, of that thinking, this will just get better and better. This and it'll go away as long as it does. It, as long as there's about choice. The same reason, like I, I will defend any class of sex work, uh, stripping, exotic dancing, and and everything else. Are the people in it consensual? Is it consensual? Are they are they safe? Are they protected? Are they respected enough at the job? Yes. Well, then it's a job. Mm-hmm. And it deserves that much respect, that much care, and to be paid accordingly. That's all. Yeah, and I, I kind of I kind of agree with that. You know, it was it was really interesting, really an eye opening. It was um like I said, I learned a lot. I thought it was a fun trip for our first time out. Yeah. Um it wasn't what I was thinking where they're gonna be like horribly exploited type of situation. Yeah. Uh, because so I was be thinking, you know, they're going to be mostly degraded and exploited because they're women who are dealing with mostly all male clientele and that that clientele was going to be very uh, brutish type of thing, very rude, very crass, because they're dealing with construction workers and stuff. And really, it was the exact opposite. The construction, so the construction workers, workers were very loving and appreciative. <laughs> and the 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 fact that they are they are making an amazing wage type of thing. Uh, I totally changed my perspective of what this was. And so I have to say, bravo, I learned something. It was very eye-opening for me. Um, I'm not going to change my mind on how the sanitation and environment of my food should be. But... But everything else was quite pleasant. You know, I I would, I can't say that it's a place I'm going to go back to because I'm not that kind of uh, person who like, oh my God, let's go to Hooters because there's, I'm, yeah. I'm more about the food and I got to tell you, you know, that's, you don't go again, you don't go there for the food type of situation. You're going there for the atmosphere type of situation. And so I can't say that I'm going to be back. And if I did go back, it'd probably be with you. Oh, because maybe you're like, hey, Vod, I want to go grab some wings. I'm like, yeah, yeah, where do you want to go? And you're like, Hooters. So like, okay, let's go. Well, uh, if, we're getting, if we're just if we're going out for wings, I tend to go to Pluckers. Okay, well, then let's go to Pluckers. <laughs> that's, but, that's, uh, what I, that's what I like for but, my wings. But um, you know, things like that, I can't actually really eat Hooters now more than before. Oh, okay. I think it was like a year and a half was the last time I went to Hooters. And my brother wanted to go. He loves Hooters. Um, the last time, and he likes going to Hooters. I like the wings, and as does he. Um, but now with the pandemic and everything, I've ordered from Hooters quite a few times because I've wanted the wings. Yeah, and I have to say this now, um, and I'm going to say this, pay a compliment, you know, to Bianca because mm-hmm. their service was great, which led to a very good atmosphere for us because mm-hmm. that was the first time, other than when we record these things, because we're recording them from home because of the pandemic, that was the first time in four years that we've seen each other. Yeah, and, actually. And, and I think it went really well because the service was great and she was very pleasant, which just fed into uh, how much we were having fun and enjoying each other because we hadn't seen each other in so long. And right. that was just really, really delightful. So Bianca kind of adds on to that by being such a good 
uh, hostess because you know, mm -hmm. let, let's say we got that bad service and this is our first time and our first uh, you know time seeing each other in four years that probably would not have gone as well as we oh, absolutely wanted it to. Oh, so yeah. there's a lot. To any be good said about any good that. server will tell you that. Like you, oh yeah, you can, you can turn around. Uh, you a good service can turn around a bad day. Oh yeah, it really can. It really can. And I, I gotta say that was a delightful experience. I hope we do many, many more of these and which I think we will. I think we will. Um, you all have suggestions about something else, uh, a type of restaurant or a cuisine, or if you have, uh, if you're in Houston and there's a teeny tiny little restaurant, you would love for us to go and like make fun of or genuinely enjoy. We're, we're happy to do that too because we like to eat <laughs> or if there's anything that you want us to explore let us know send us your comments and your thoughts you know email yeah. us at the vcr show at gmail.com tell us like you know there's the like an area where bats shoot out in the middle of the night and you want us to go take a look at that let us know we'll go do it if there's a funko yeah, convention <laughs> or something in town uh let us know and we'll probably go uh over there traipsing over there do an interview or something and and things like that but give us your thoughts give us your opinions let us know what you would like to hear more of from us and we'll be happy to do it because we're just that kind of a guy, you know? <laughs> Me and Carlo love going out and exploring and getting ourselves in trouble as we have when we were in New York and in Scotland and everywhere yep. else we've gone. <laughs> like- uh, I, wish we, I wish I'd gone to Greece. <laughs> oh God, that, that was so much fun. And yeah, we got into plenty of trouble there. Yeah. Uh, so, but yes, it was amazing so we're the kind of guys who love to go out and explore we are modern day adventurers if you <laughs> want to categorize yeah. us as something like that so we should go on more adventures then we should we should come up with something ridiculous absolutely i have and, some and, ideas too so i I'll, i will talk about that off the air <laughs> of course of course so we're going to go out and explore these things for you guys and then you can keep up with our photos and our explorations at where carlo the vcr show at on instagram and twitter Instagram and Twitter, and eventually soon, maybe even Facebook. Uh, so definitely a TikTok. That'll be fun. Oh wow, TikTok! That that would be interesting, wouldn't it? I, I did just maybe, maybe. I don't even know what the fuck it would be. Like I, I just I can't imagine us dancing everywhere <laughs> on a TikTok video type of thing. TikTok is eating. Like we're gonna TikTok <laughs> at Twins Peaks. Ah. It's just a TikTok with us being asked to leave. Right. <laughs> by some greasy jersey shoreman looking guys like hey can you guys leave stop TikToking here type of situation so that is pretty much our show about the restaurants tell us what you think about the restaurants tell us what maybe your favorite restaurant is maybe there's something that we didn't cover because you know i know that me and carlo hit up like i said hooters and twin peaks we had plans to go somewhere else but we we're so damn full after those two restaurants we just couldn't go anywhere else yeah uh because we had way too much food in us at that point so we had to stop at two but we do know that there are other places like in houston you have things yeah. like ojo locos and if you want Off us to go shelf. check them out, let us know. So yeah, let us know what you we'll think. force ourselves. <laughs> and let us know what your favorite places are and maybe share some pictures if you have any. With consent of the people in them. Yeah. <laughs> no, creepy, <laughs> no creepy shots. No creepy shots of women at work. That's 
You yeah, never we know nothing, there. nothing. I mean, if you're with them, yes. I don't, but if you're like, oh that's my God, here's a skirt pick, do not do that. Yeah. That is just wrong. That's and I think that. that's one of the things that they pointed out too. Like uh, creepy guys who will do try to yep. do pictures of them. They try to uh, pretend like, oh, I'm on my phone. Ooh, and they hear click, click. click, click. Yeah, don't away. do that. That is creepy. No. And just they'll take the picture with you. Just take a picture just with ask. and ask. You don't take you. And if they say no, fuck off. What? Yeah, God. like just don't leave them a tip. Then I don't know. But you don't have to do no. weird things like that. But regardless of that, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo, and you've been listening to VCR. Bye bye. Need a clean space? Call A Clean Space For You and Multi-Services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes, S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to thevcrshow at gmail.com. <laughs>